Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Jennifer LeClaire here. You can see in the spirit. I want to invite you to take the Seer Activation Challenge. 30 days to clearer spiritual sight. I'm going to be on board doing Seer Activations with you, guiding you through biblical entryways and much, much more. You can opt to take the Seer Activation Challenge at tinyurl.com slash seeractivation. Tinyurl.com slash seer activation. You can also opt to get these three books, Seer Dimensions. You can get Power Seers. This just came out. Keys to upgrading your prophetic vision. And you can get Seer Activations with 101 Seer Activations and a whole lot more teaching. I want to challenge you to see what you've never seen before. God wants you to be able to see in the spirit. Open your eyes to the Seer Dimensions in Jesus' name. I'm so happy to have you here and to talk to you. Oh, you can true. see that I'm leaning towards you because we just finished such an exciting um, session of our empowerment. And Andrew, you're strong. And I think it was so important to have this discussion yeah. um, at this level and to have enough time to do it. Uh, we talk about the brain and the mind and being mindful. And there are so many people that are suffering and doctors are putting these individuals on medication. And you use this term, med- medicalizing misery. Can you expand a little bit more on, t- on that? Absolutely. First of all, I just want to say that's such an honor to be here and just amazing what you're doing. And it's so exciting to have a like-mindedness, you know, with yeah. understanding the power of, of the mind and mm-hmm. the need to bring this into the into everybody, into every sphere. 
Um, so basically medicalizing misery, that term is one of my favorite terms. And it was Joanna Moncrief, who is a psychiatrist, but a real radical. She doesn't, she doesn't believe in medication. And she yeah. actually lectures at University College in London. Mm-hmm. And she's part of a group that I'm part of, which is a whole fight, trying to come against the current trend of mental health, mm-hmm. where mental health is seen as a disease and seen, we get all these this fear mongering that it's on the rise and we get all these statistics and how it's never been so bad and we've got to increase the treatment. Meanwhile, medical, mental health, ill health is not on the rise. It's always been with us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone's got mental health issues. Mm-hmm. It's every time we make a wrong decision. We mm-hmm. need a new heuristic. We need to reword it. We need to change how we're looking at it. And when we take a very materialistic, um, physical approach to treating, treating humans as as computers, like I was saying earlier mm-hmm. on, then we see um, someone who's battling with their mind on a par with disease. And that's what's happened with the current model. Mm-hmm. The current model says that medic- mental ill health is on the rise and it's a disease, the equivalent of something like diabetes. And then you hear things like the chemical imbalance theory. It's not science. It's never been proven. It's, it, there's, never, there's no neurobiological or genetic cause for mental ill health. Mm-hmm. Mental ill health is mind stuff. Mind is separate from brain. Mind and brain aren't the same thing. So they're two separate things. And what we do with our mind is we think and feel and choose. And when we think and feel and choose wrong, you know, we listen to the wrong voices and so on, we're going to cause brain damage. We're mm-hmm. going to change the structure of the brain because our brain is not wired for anything except love, optimism, bias of the brain. Mm. And so therefore what happens is that we we go through life, we respond incorrectly, we respond, there's trauma, there's missing the mark, there's all this different stuff. And as we're responding, we are creating structural changes in our brain because every mind response has a physical correlate. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. where the mental issues, mind issues are coming from and creating structural change is when we make the wrong decision. So what the, that's, the, that's the right side. So what we have to do is we have to attend to our thoughts. We have to look at our existing thought structures that we've built. We have to get those into our conscious mind. Mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm. to deal with them. We have to work through them. Mm-hmm. But what's currently being done is that people are going through stuff. So, so trauma, war, abuse, life and mm-hmm. they are battling and so they're going to their doctors and doctors aren't trained in mind and they aren't trained in nutrition mm-hmm. doctors in general okay so even even psychiatrists they 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 trained in not re- you were psycho you previously a psychotherapist so mm-hmm. i don't know if you still practice but you 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 got mind I get training it. i get it mm-hmm. the current model is biomedical so it mm-hmm. sees a human as a biomedical machine Mm-hmm. It's a biomedical materialistic model. So something's broken. So if you have certain symptoms of hearing voices or um, depression, feeling sad or whatever, immediately you're given a diagnosis according to the DSM-4, yeah. DSM-5. And the, the DSM is, says diagnostic and statistical manual, but it's not even statistical. It's not mm-hmm. scientific. It's a group of people that have just put symptoms together. Mm-hmm. So all it describes is a bunch of symptoms that are grouped into categories. So what people are going through when we talk about depression and bipolar and schizophrenia, these aren't diseases. These are descriptions, adjectives, Mm -hmm. umbrella terms Mm -hmm. for a whole bunch of symptoms that people are um, expressing. So it's descriptions of symptoms because under each of those headings, you can get a multiplicity of different descriptions. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's an umbrella term of descriptions of what people are manifesting or showing through trying to get order back in their brain and order back in their mind. Mm-hmm. So it's not a disease. It will cause structural change in the brain. But once we get our mind 
um, sorted out, then those changes in the brain will, re mm. will change back to mm -hmm. normality because our brain mm -hmm. is plastic. Our brain is neuroplastic. It keeps changing according mm -hmm. to the mind direction. So we've got to shift away that. So currently, people go through a trauma, a loss of a spouse, something, and they go to the doctor. They get told you have depression. Um, they get given a medication. The medications are very dangerous because they're not medications. They're drugs, and they alter the brain. So they suppress the they yes. emo they suppress emotions mm -hmm. and they create neurological damage in mm. the brain. So people are go get into what we call medication spellbinding, where because the pain has been numbed temporarily, mm -hmm. um, they feel that they're better. They feel that they can cope with the temporary numbing of the brain. But mm. then the brain is changing physically in the wrong way because it's actually causing damage. So their thinking gets messed up and there's up to 3,000 side effects per mm -hmm. these different psychotropic drugs. And then they go back to the doctor for the side effects. So they get given more medication for the side effects, you normally get interaction between them, or they get their doses up, or they get put on another. If they want an antidepressant, they get given, given another or an anti-anxiety. Mm -hmm. Those combinations just, it's a spiral downhill. Mm -hmm. So we're taking misery and instead of what's your story, listening, you know, like you would do in yeah. psychotherapy yeah. and recognizing the humanity in a person, recognizing the uniqueness of the person's story and helping them to process through, which scientifically for years and years and years, there's evidence showing that when you listen to someone and they talk it through, even the worst psychotic breaks do not need to be medicated. Yeah. Schizophrenia is not a life; mm. it's not a lifelong disease. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need medication. None of the stuff needs medication. Mm -hmm. Some of the top medical specialists in the world dealing with this are pushing to remove all psychotropics from. They should actually not even exist. Whether that will happen, we. We hope I'm, I'm involved in the in a government initiative now in mental health, mm -hmm. which I hope will have some impact. But that's what I mean by medicalizing misery: mm -hmm. is we taking the realities of life and giving it, a, a, saying it's like ins insulin mm -hmm. for diabetes. If you have diabetes, you can do a test, you can pick it. That's an actual medical disease. Mm -hmm. But a mind thing doesn't have a physical correlate. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have a genetic or neurophysiological correlate. So you don't have a disease. Giving someone insulin for diabetes, there's something missing. The insulin is missing. You're giving what's missing. Mm -hmm. Giving someone an antidepressant, that, what, that drug is not what's missing in the brain. Yes. It's like someone who's got an alcoholic addiction. Yes. You're not going to, you know, you're not missing alcohol in the brain. You know, it's, yeah. it's not, you're not missing something. It's not putting back what's missing. Mm -hmm. Insulin, something's missing mm -hmm. in diabetes mm -hmm. so that's one type of category a mind an antipsychotic a psychotropic you're not missing that in your body mm -hmm. it's numbing yes you yes, see what i'm yes. saying you're not missing you're not putting what your body's missing you're mm -hmm. actually adding a drug to your body to mm -hmm. numb your brain because mm -hmm. they basically anesthetize your brain and change the structure of your brain so mm -hmm. that's you know we've got to make that distinction and society mm -hmm. today is just dominated by yes. medicalizing misery concept mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This this is really a, a, an important discussion, and I think Very. more and more as we look to um, medical science to solve mental problems, got we're, a problem. we got a serious problem. Exactly. There. Yeah. Um, and you talk a lot about the importance of food um, in healing the terrain of our brain. Exactly. Um, can you elaborate a little bit more on that because, you know, we're using drugs and pharmaceuticals, which are having a negative impact. Yes. Not only in our, on our emotions, numbing our emotions, um, but also on the physical body. Exactly. And so now we have to look for an alternative way. And that's what you're bringing to the table. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So let's talk about healing the terrain of your brain. Okay. Yeah. So your brain, if you think of your brain, Cindy, as being um, a physical substrate, 
something physical that mm -hmm. we can hold. We can mm -hmm. hold your brain. We can see it. It's a physical thing. And your body's physical. These need looking after. So the top need, mm -hmm. as I was talking about in my session, was that the top need is for love. We can't live mm -hmm. without love. Love is an umbrella term for all the good stuff, peace, joy, etc. Mm -hmm. You also can't live without food. Your body needs nutrition. We know that. Mm -hmm. So when we eat the wrong nutrition, we damage the brain. And what's scary is that the current modern American diet is creating more damage to the brain than something like heroin or cocaine. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. psychotropics, we know damage the brain. We know cocaine damages the brain. We know heroin damages the brain. We know cigarettes and alcohol damage the brain. But we don't always think that food can damage the brain, mm -hmm. but it does. And um, when you damage your brain, then you're working with like a broken computer. You're working with your brain as a quantum computer, basically, that's only operating because your mind yes. is driving it. Your mind is separate from your brain. Most people think it's the same thing. Your spirit, your soul, your body. Your soul is your mind. Your spirit, mind, body. Mm -hmm. Your brain is part of your body. So your mind is actually controlling the brain. The brain is housing our thoughts. It's housing our daily thinking. Uh, or moment by moment thinking, and then that's and the thoughts are building there, and thoughts are real things that occupy mental real estate. They mm -hmm. have physical structure, and it's from those thoughts that we then produce our words and actions. And your brain influences your body, so instantaneously, every thought influencing everything. So our thoughts are need a healthy brain. So food is feeding the brain, feeding the body mm -hmm. healthy food, or it's not. Because it's very interesting that the food, when you look at the modern American diet, and you look at like you know sodas and takeaways and fast food and things, the pathways that get damaged from eating that food are the same pathways that the thought follows when it's being built. Mm -hmm. So our thinking and our food pathways are crossing over the same, same with like addictive drugs, psychotropics also yes. hit the same pathway. Yes, yes. So there's a route that your mind works through the brain to create the physical thought from which you speak. Mm -hmm. And if that road, that route, route mm -hmm. is damaged, it's going to then result in a physical damage. Mm -hmm. So when we wean ourselves off, it takes 63 days to wean yourself off eating healthy, unhealthy food, mm -hmm. and sometimes multiple cycles, depending on how long, how bad, how much, etc. Um, your brain goes through withdrawal. Like a heroin addict will go mm -hmm. through withdrawal. People will go through withdrawal from going off unhealthy food. Mm -hmm. People go through withdrawal when they come off antidepressants or Ritalin or some, you know, those kind mm -hmm. of things. And people often think that the withdrawal symptoms, which are radical, you can feel depressed, anxious, mm -hmm. worried, sore, physical, mm -hmm. feel like things are crawling up your, people often think, oh, I've got a disease that's coming back. So mm -hmm. in terms of your other question, when people experience those symptoms from coming off a psychotropic, mm -hmm. they are often told by their doctors, because doctors are not trained in this properly, mm -hmm. that, oh, the disease is coming back. There was no disease in the first place. There was a mind issue. Yes, yes. What the disease now is iatrogenic. Mm -hmm. So we now have a disease that's been created by a drug. Mm -hmm. That's not the problem. I mean, that's not the original problem. That's mm. the new problem. Mm -hmm. The original problem is, you know, you, you've got to deal with your stuff. So here, these poor people are stuck with the problem is still there. Mm -hmm. They've now got brain damage, and mm -hmm. now they're eating badly. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is just a, it's, it's a disaster. It's almost like saying it's, it's not just what you're eating. It's what's eating you. It's what's eating you. You've yeah. got to deal with your mind. Yeah. And, and that detoxification program, the 21 yes. detoxification program. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. Okay. So with my research, mm -hmm. um, what... Uh, a lot of it was involved in memory formation and learning and, and how we make the changes and the mind-body connection. So part of that was understanding the time, you know, to go spiritual for a moment. You know, Paul talks about running the race, and we hear a lot mm -hmm. in the scriptures about persevering and standing and pushing through. And what does that look like? You know, we all say it and we get excited and hyped, but we, we need to know that there's numbers that are attached. Mm -hmm. So what it, what, what it means is that in order to build a memory, it takes 
it takes around 21 days to build a long-term memory. Mm-hmm. A, lo- a short, as you're listening to me now, as the listeners are listening, you have in your brain, which is made up of, um, it's, it's three million years of space, made up of many different t- t- tissues, and 20% is the, the, the neuron, which is where the memories of, uh, at this stage mm-hmm. in science, mm-hmm. I'm short will change, but where the memories seem to are stored, and even though they work with the other parts of the brain, all the brain is always working. The whole brain always works. It's a mm-hmm. neuromyth that we only use 10% of our brain. Mm-hmm. We use our entire brain. The question is, are you using it properly? Mm-hmm. So that's just an aside. So the entire brain is working together, but the memories appear to be stored in the in the mm-hmm. neurons. And the tops of the neurons, the neurons look like trees. The mm-hmm. tops of the trees have got these little branches. And these branches are where the memories are stored. And they keep growing. So the more you think, the more they grow. They grow in relation to your thinking, mm-hmm. the thinking time that you spend. So if you if you hear something like right now, your the cell body, because the tree's got like a cell body, then it's got branches, like my arm shape. Mm-hmm. The, you'll have a lot of activity in the cell body mm-hmm. for the transient the now moment. Then we get some activity towards just the base of my fingers. Mm-hmm. But if you don't do anything more, this will just convert to heat energy. So that's short term. So long term is we've got to actually start growing branches. Yes. And we've got to start growing more branches. And they've got to, they mm. change shape and they get little bumps on them and their bumps change shape and eventually they become like little mushroom shapes. And so there's a lot of physical change externally on the branches and internally as a result of our thinking. Our thinking mm. is driving this assembling process of growth. And it's each seven days, there's a different, so at seven days, there's a different change in 14, 21. After 21 days, we have a long-term memory. We have something that we can keep. You can mm. always go. You can always change it because mm. memory is always changing. But to turn that into a habit, you need another two, two, 42 yes. days of consciously practicing using. Otherwise, it just stays there. To make it accessible, it has to get energy. It has to change its whole structural formation. Mm-hmm. So we have to, with our thoughts, like inject energy into it. And then, mm-hmm. that, then those thoughts will move into our conscious mind. Mm-hmm. We've all experienced this. When, we, mm-hmm. when things are moving up, as you're listening to me now, thoughts are moving. Whatever's... Mm-hmm. Influencing your thinking at the moment, whatever's coming up, that's a thought that has sufficient energy that you've spent sufficient time. Mm-hmm. So the 21 day detox works on this principle that if you want to make a change, you're going to have to realize that the new, you're taking a toxic thought, you're replacing it with a new one. So you don't just keep this one. Traditional therapy is trying to teach coping mechanisms around that thought. That was sort of the old way of doing psychotherapy mm-hmm. and CBT is actually just teaching, doesn't really get rid of this. What we have to do is we have to eliminate. So you can't eliminate by building a coping. So most therapies mm-hmm. build a coping. Mm-hmm. That's therapy. Medication just numbs the whole lot. So mm-hmm. those aren't working. What we have to do is we have to actually get rid of this. Mm-hmm. And we have to reconceptualize. You don't forget it, but it changes. Mm-hmm. So we redesign. We reconceptualize. I know that was one of the things you wanted me yeah. to talk about. So it's relevant yeah. here. So here we've got the toxic thought. Here mm-hmm. we've got the healthy goal. It hasn't mm-hmm. been built yet, but we've got a goal. So we've got a vision. We've got an imagination. So we've got a temporary goal that we're going for, a hope that we're mm-hmm. going for. So now we have to eliminate the strength of this. That's going to take seven minutes minimum a day mm-hmm. for over 21 days to weaken this, remove the energy from this so this just melts and disappears. It mm-hmm. literally because when energy has gone it doesn't mm-hmm. can't exist anymore. Energy sustains. Mm-hmm. Like the God sustains us from his energy. Mm-hmm. So energy sustains. So when I keep thinking I'm giving it energy, I'm growing, I'm giving it. Mm-hmm. But if I remove that and I don't think about that anymore, it actually goes. But it takes 21 days. Mm-hmm. And then I've built a healthy replacement thought and I remember that's how I was, now this is how I am. And that process of, of exchange, literally this goes, this comes, is reconceptualizing, redesigning, mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. at it with an eternal perspective, looking at it in, in a new light. Yes, maybe we're abused and there's all this pain and all this stuff. 
but you know re- replacing that yes it was painful acknowledge mm. we're not going to deny that that happened mm. but I can't let that influence the rest of mm-hmm. my life I can't af- let that affect every relationship that I have or whatever it may be mm-hmm. war veterans you know the, that trauma yes that was for that time it was terrible it was scary talk it through reconceptualize redesign mm-hmm. manage so yes that was terrible Acknowledgement, and in that way, you take the pain away from this memory because this is very painful, mm-hmm. and we can transform it into something mm-hmm. we can manage. But that takes time, Cindy, and most people will give up around day four, day five. Mm-hmm. So they don't even build the long term memory because once the long term memory is mm-hmm. built, to give it sufficient energy to move up, we have mm-hmm. to consciously practice seven times a day yeah. using that new one, new thought for at least another 42 mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. And that's where to get people. I mean, I found when I was practicing clinically, and even now, we'll be. We do the work that we're doing. I stress mm. so much that you're going to have to push through. That's where people. This this current age has really messed with people's minds when it comes to timing because mm-hmm. they don't want to push through. That it's so hard. I can't do it. I can't as a decision. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, oh, yeah. This, I keep getting stuck. So they spend so much time about what they can't do that they've given energy to. A, I can't. Yeah. There's my hope, but I can't. So that's where the energy is going. So it's almost training people to remove the energy from the I can't mm. and to transfer that and, okay, let's slowly, but mm-hmm. so that's what This is means. wherever your mind goes, your energy flows. Exactly. And it's interesting because I love you using your hands because I saw past and I saw future. I saw a vision. Oh, okay, vision, yeah. Yes, and I saw memory. And yep. the thing that fuels it is your thoughts. Exactly. You're either going to send your thoughts this way or this way. Exactly. And hence, God's saying, I and know the thoughts thinking, I think towards you are thoughts of good, Beautiful. not of evil, to exactly. bring you to an expected end. So we can't go back to change no. our beginnings. We use that to reconceptualize. Yes. But we can change now. Exactly. To have a new ending. Exactly. But it you takes know. time. It takes work. It takes effort. And that's where that's we mess up. Yeah. Exactly. You talk about being able to thinking think about your thoughts. Yes. And the frontal lobe being able to not stand outside of yourself, but at least to be able to see your thoughts. Yes. And I, this is the magnificence of man, mankind and humanity. We're different from animals because animals can't think about their thoughts. They're they're more impulsive. Exactly. Um, but we get a chance to think about our thoughts and to determine whether or not we like them and whether we want to change. Exactly. So change is a mental thing. We can change from bad to good or evil to love. We can change the moment we understand that it's all a matter of thinking. Exactly. You use in your books, and I love it, as a man thinketh in mm-hmm. his heart, so is he. Yes. What does that mean to you? Well, heart is, you know, the Bible's full of metaphors and poetry and things. So we've got to be, you know, it's not like you're thinking in your heart. You, you're thinking your mind is not stuck in a physical thing. You know, we get emails or saying, like, is God in the pineal gland? I mean, God created it. Why would he sit in the pineal gland? You know, I mean, it's, it's, you've got to get beyond just the, we must use the metaphor of the stories, uh, the metaphor of the beautiful words yes. of scripture to understand. That's why I love to bring science and merit because mm-hmm. when we talk about as a man thinks in his heart, what we're talking about is the whole mind. Mm-hmm. It's the mind. And if you look mm-hmm. back at the original Greek, you'll see that those, all those references originally refer to mm-hmm. Mind and mm. changing your mind, the renewing of the mind concept. So, it's, and Paul spoke about yes. mind. Paul was mind, mind, mind. If you don't yes. get your mind right, forget it. Nothing else will yes. be right. So, 
Take um, your mind back. Exactly, take your mind back, which is yeah. kind of what I bring in the science of mm. take your mind back. So um, the, the, the mind, mind your own business. Exactly, exactly. This so is mind, it. We need to get mind and not brain. We must be careful yes. of getting neurocentric because your mm. brain is simply a physical structure that will mm. do what your mind tells it to do. Mm. So the heart is the mind. The mind is this ability to think, feel, and choose. You said that you know between the past and the future is our thoughts. So we, what are we doing? We think we feel... Yeah. We choose. As we think, feel, and choose, it works together as a triad. That's how I always explain. We think, if you, as you think, you will feel. As you think and feel, you will choose. choose. And you're doing this actually 40 times a second mm-hmm. on a conscious level. So it's brilliant. happening at 10 to the 27 on an mm-hmm. unconscious level, very fast. Um, so we are having... All the, we've got all this activity happening on an unconscious level, which is beyond space and time, quantum in nature, and then our conscious level is much more bound by time and much slower than the unconscious level. And we have these the meeting of the unconscious and the mm-hmm. conscious mind when we consciously go into what we call superposition in quantum physics, yes. where we are able to stand back and observe our own thinking. Mm-hmm. So we literally do have the ability to like now you if you if you. Concentrate now. You can actually see yourself sitting here. You mm-hmm. can watch your reactions. You can watch what you can, everything. We can mm-hmm. be extremely aware of our, what's mm-hmm. going on here right mm-hmm. now. Or we can just get lost and caught and kind of yeah. be unaware. Yeah. You can be, excuse me, very, I've been talking so much now. Uh-huh. You can be very aware of every thought and be designed to do that. So uh, in, incoming signals, like mm-hmm. my voice or words, mm-hmm. okay? And then your existing thoughts related to this. So you're thinking of stuff that I'm, as I'm saying now, mm-hmm. certain things that have energy are moving to the conscious mind mm-hmm. five to seven at a time, kind of at the speed. Mm-hmm. And then you are taking the incoming, the upcoming, and we can evaluate. We can access literally so the third dimension, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the spirit of God, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we can bring the thought. We can catch it. Do I mm-hmm. want this? Do I? Mm-hmm. So this is, but this is mind work. This is, I'm, Thinking, feeling, and choosing about incoming. I'm thinking, feeling, and choosing about upcoming. I am thinking, feeling, and choosing in um, uh, uh, with the Holy Spirit or without the Holy Spirit about my next choice. Yeah, and you're yeah. doing this 40 times a second, mm-hmm. and it builds and builds and builds. So and builds. It is so brilliant. brilliant. Um, the scripture that comes to mind is, um, what is man that thou mindful of him? Yes. And you made him a little lower than angels, not a little higher than animals. A little older than angels. And what you bring into the table is nothing short of just uh, miraculous because this is what is needed, not just for believers, but for the world. Oh, yes. We we need to reconnect. We need to reconnect, disconnect from the old way of thinking and and reconnect to God's original way of thinking. Because, I mean, you know, the fall of man was a fall from a realm of consciousness. Exactly, not accessing that that um, the realm of love. You know, we're not yes. using, we're not drawing on. The, we we're abusing yeah. our power of choice. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah. and that's what mental ill health is. You abuse yeah. you abuse your original design. Mm-hmm. The fall from mankind started there. That's why I say mental health is not on the rise. It's always mm-hmm. been there. It's always been it's there. It's the management that's yes. changed. Yes. Whereas before we would talk through our stories mm-hmm. and allow us to retell our stories. Now it's no storytelling. Yeah. We're gone. Medicate. Yes. And yes. that's what's wiping And let humanity. us interpret your life. Yeah, now, exactly. Now people yeah. are dying 15 to 25 years younger. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's terrible. Yes. So um, I have two more questions I want to ask. Um, when it, it, it comes to Romans eight nineteen, I loved it. You said creating matter, matter out of mind. Can you elaborate on that thought? Okay. So this is quite a complex concept, so I'll explain it as easily as I can. We all understand 
DNA. I always use the reference yes. of Jurassic Park. So DNA has got the language of the genetic code on it. And as the genetic code switches on, it makes the stuff that keeps us alive. Mm-hmm. That's the most simple way of understanding it. So our cells, of, our cells C-E-L-L-S, the mm-hmm. cells of our body, all mm-hmm. 75 to 100 trillion, rely on genetic expression for constant ongoing mm-hmm. life. So, yes, we can say life is happening or housed within the cells of the brain and body, but it doesn't, it's not self-emergent. And self-emergent means that, like, I can't expect this couch to generate anything mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. I in, put some kind of energy in this couch and start bouncing around. I put a little machine in here and then the couch vibrates like a waterbed or something. In other words, I've added another dimension. Mm-hmm. So our cells are like that. They can't emerge. I have to do something. And yes. even then, if I put that in the couch, I'd have to switch it on. Yeah. So there's always humans involved, mm-hmm. humans with our ability to think and to feel and to choose. Mm-hmm. So our thinking, feeling, and choosing generates an energy that switches the genes on. So if you think of a hand going out to switch on a light and mm-hmm. you switch on the light, you make the decision, oh, it's dark in here. I will switch on the light. That's thinking, feeling, choosing, switch on the light. Mm-hmm. Light expresses. That's what we do. As we think, feel, and choose 24-7, we are causing our genes to switch on 24-7. Mm-hmm. And as genes express, they make everything our body needs to survive. In addition, in, 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 in addition to that, during the course of the day when we're awake, and, and at night when you're awake, whenever you're awake, your, your, your thinking is also switching the genes on to make the proteins that mm-hmm. build the dendrites, the, yes, the little trees. Yes. So our, our dendrites are growing, they're self-assembling based on the driving force of the mind, mm-hmm. which then causes the protein inside the dendrites to form and to assemble and, mm. dis- and grow, mm. so the branches grow. Mm. So we actually, that's the, so that's the structure. And then those branches are holding the quantum, um, and electromagnetic energy, because you've got always got two levels of energy, quantum mm-hmm. and electromagnetic. Yes. And electromagnetic's slow. It's not mm-hmm. fast enough to account for human the speed of human thought. Mm-hmm. So quantum actually explains the speed of human thought much more mm-hmm. accurately because it's beyond the speed of light. Yeah. Um, it's 10 to 27, which is infinitely beyond the speed of light. Um, and so that energy, that force is what actually is um, – the our, our memories are actual quantum waves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. implanted into this protein inside of our brain. Mm-hmm. So it's energy, and it's energy that we've built. So everything – so it's energy. God is the source of We're all energy. making waves. We're all making waves. That's yes. it. Make some good waves. Yes, yes. So it's been amazing having you, and we look forward to furthering our conversation because it's a conversation that needs to be heard around the world. People Thank are you so looking much. for answers, and I believe, you know, in looking for answers, we usually don't think of ourselves as being the answer, but that's exactly what the world needs. Each one of us seeing ourselves exactly. as, as the right. answer mm-hmm. to solving our world problems. Exactly. Thanks so much for Thank being you. with us. Thank it was you great so having much. you. have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online, hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family.
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.